Hello there, welcome back to Blind Awards Race. This is episode two of the relaunch. And uh, this week we have two movies that are not necessarily awards contenders, but we're going to talk about them because they did look like pretty well-packaged awards frontrunners at some point, I would say. Honestly, earlier this year, uh, we have Blonde, Netflix's Blonde, and Apple TV's The Greatest Beer Run Ever. Now, both of these films are on streaming, and I know streaming movies are kind of tough to get into the Oscar conversation. Um, lately, that hasn't really been the case because that's kind of all we've been seeing, um, but there nothing quite beats that theatrical release. Um, but with Blonde, um, director uh, Andrew Dominique uh, doesn't really grasp an auteur uh, vision for this film, which was my number one complaint. Um, you can listen to me talk more in depth about it on on the Galaxy of Film uh, episode that we talked about last week. We did that and Don't Worry Darling. Um, so I'm more in depth on that episode. But as for award prospects with this film, uh, the backlash, one thing that we didn't get to talk about on that episode because we had just seen it and the critical reaction wasn't really taking shape uh, at the time of recording, but since recording that episode, we have been seeing um, people, there's been a, quite a backlash to the film, um, and some of it I, I do understand, uh, the, the film is pro-life, um, and, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're portraying Marilyn Monroe with a lack of agency, and how she's just sort of there to be abused, um, and she's calling everybody daddy, and she really has just, just no uh, agency at all. Um, I, I understand some of those complaints. I think the film is like ultimately just a tragic story. So I think that was kind of the, the goal was to be like this inescapable, like nightmarish, like trance like thing that was going on with Marilyn Monroe. Um, once she started breaking into the industry. So I feel like that was kind of the intention, but yeah, I can understand why that's not really appealing to watch. Um, but that being said, I thought Ana de Armas did a great job, and I do hope she gets a nomination for Best Actress, because I think that's the most hopeful thing from this film. Um, and if she doesn't make it in there, uh, this movie's just completely going to be shut out and uh, DOA when it comes to the uh, awards nominations, because it's not a strong enough package altogether to really more than anything. I thought the aspect ratio changes and like the color to black and white was pretty interesting stuff, but it's nothing we haven't seen before, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, I think Ana de Armas is this film's best shot at any sort of love. Uh, but I, I still think it's a good film. I think you should check it out if you've got some time to kill on Netflix. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not, not great, but it's, I, I, I liked watching it despite the subject matter and how you know tragic everything was uh, but I thought it was well made um and I thought Auden Armas did a really great job but uh yeah I can understand why you guys want to stay away from this one maybe but you know give it a shot and next up the greatest beer run ever now this one just did not pan out so you have um Peter Farrelly's follow-up to Green Book which won best picture so you can understand why a lot of us were keeping our, our eyes on this one um but, but this ultimately really kind of fell flat for me. Um, you have this really fantastic um, true-life story of this guy, uh, Chicky Donahue, uh, bringing beer across uh, to Vietnam to kind of support um, his, his, uh, his troops 
in their time of need. And uh, yeah, he just wants to kind of liven up their spirits and sort of be a, you know, a good guide to his friends. Uh, when he finds out that, you know, not all is sunshine and rainbows over there, obviously. And he finds himself in a war zone. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought a lot of the acting was very over the top. It was very like, hey, what are you doing? Hey, I'm Chicky Donahue. Hey, hey. I, it, was, it was way too much. and It was very, very annoying. And um, I, I, I don't know why they decided to go with that. I think Peter Farrelly was really kind of leaning more into the, um, you know, zaniness of this when... when at times, at times it does reach that kind of serious point, but I think it's overall like way too comedic, and I think they really, they, they Zac Efron's like kind of a doofus at times in the movie, and I was like, like what are you doing? I, I feel like Zac Efron might have also been a weird choice to cast. I, I don't, maybe somebody else could have done a better job with this, um, but Green Book was just so well done, and I'm surprised. I, I'm wondering what went wrong here. Um, but yeah, no, this is definitely not going to be an award startup at all, I don't think. I think this is pretty much completely gone, especially given all the Metacritic, um, you know, reactions. It's got like a 38, so this is like a bad movie. Like, people are not going to rally behind this, whereas Blonde, I could see kind of being like, almost like a, because Joker also got like horrific, uh, reviews. And, I mean, not like that bad, but like, like in the low 60s and stuff, so Blonde could rally with like a 50, so I, I could see that maybe happening, especially if the slate is as weak as we think it's going to be moving forward, um, but yeah, I don't know, I, 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 I can't really see either of these really being in the conversation at all anymore, and it's unfortunate because I was looking forward to both of these films and uh, talking about them for this show, um, but since recording and doing this, uh, the New York Film Festival has begun, um, and as I mentioned last week, um, um, as I mentioned last week, uh, I am going, and I'm going on October 11th to see Bones and All, the Timothy Chalamet, Taylor Russell, Luca Guadagnino film, and I'm very excited, and uh, I think that'll be that'll be a great movie. Um, we'll see how the awards uh, prospects look for that one, as well as uh, some of the other reactions. I mean, we've had White Noise premiere, which, I mean, hasn't been getting the best reception, so that's also a Netflix film, so I don't really know if that's going to break out at all, but, I mean, I'll check it out, and I'll, you know, see what happens, but I, I really don't know if that's going to start up. I think, like, one or two Netflix movies are going to get in there, but that's going to be about it. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't know what's going to happen, because a lot of these aren't really connecting, and it's going to be an interesting award season, for sure. You're, you're going to see a lot of dark horses show up, I think. I think there's going to be a lot of, like, rallying at the last minute. Um, maybe something like Bones and All gets in, like, a Best Picture race. You never know especially with how kind of lackluster everything has been so far um, with all of Netflix's releases and a lot of the streaming releases. Or you'll see like Avatar, The Way of Water, get in there. Or you'll see Black Panther get in there. Um, Top Gun, you could see all of these movies get in there. Um, so it's really a matter of time and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, this coming week we have Amsterdam coming out, which again <laughs> is not going to be an Oscar contender, I don't think. But I'll check it out, and I'll come back here. Um, also in limited release, we have Triangle of Sadness and Tar, which both look very promising awards-wise. Um, I'm going to try to check out one or two of those and have an episode next week for you guys. Uh, there might be some other stuff that comes up that I'll talk about. I also saw the movie Bros, which I can talk about a little bit. Um, Bros is produced by Judd Apatow and directed by uh, Nicholas Stoller and written by uh, Billy Eichner as well as Nicholas Stoller. 
and this is kind of Billy Eichner's like vehicle, like this is his movie. Um, I thought it was really funny. I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I, I had a great time with it. I, I laughed a lot. Um, but I think it's maybe a little bit too raunchy and maybe um, not really one of those things that the Academy goes for. But uh, I, I would nominate it if I was if I was in there. I thought it was a great film, and I thought, you know, it's uh, it's it's one of those few um, movies that we have now, uh, you know, from like a mostly uh, LGBT cast, LGBTQ plus cast, um, and behind the scenes as well. I think that's like really great, and I think um, that's fantastic that they were able to do that. And I hope it gets some recognition because it really didn't do well at the box office, but critic-wise, it's been doing great, so hopefully this thing makes a killing on streaming because I really enjoyed it, and I think everybody should go see it. Um, I, I don't know why they didn't because it is really one of those movies that's just like a lot of fun. I think this should have done on par with Smile, which also came out, and I also saw, and that made like $20 million. So I, I don't know why that does really well and then Bros doesn't because Smile's really not the best thing I've ever seen. It's it's fine. It's solid. It look, it's better than it had any right being, but for for this to do w- much worse than Smile is kind of insane. And for Don't Worry Darling to make like, you know, more money this weekend than Bros did, um, and The Woman King, which has been out for like three weeks, I think Bros should have done a little bit better. Especially when like these holdovers are making more money in in their second and third outings than Bros did in its initial opening weekend. So that's unfortunate, um, but I'll, I'll be back next week to talk about uh, some of those other films. I'm also seeing Lyle Lyle Crocodile, so I'm sure that'll be a big awards contender as well, so I'll be here to talk about that. Um, I'm of course kidding, but uh, I will be back next week to talk more about the Oscars and some of the stuff that I saw that prior week. Um, but yeah, guys, as we continue on with the New York Film Festival... What's the awards race looking like for you guys? What do you got in your top picks? What do you think the best picture race looks like? Who do you think is going to win best actor? All remains to be seen. And once we start getting into the thick of October, I feel like we're really going to start getting a clearer picture as to what's going on at the Academy Awards this uh, coming, this next year. Uh, It's probably like March or February, right? Like it usually is. Um, But we'll see. And and as we start the, uh, the awards race here, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, comment, you know, shoot me a message at Jakey Lemon on Instagram. Um, if you enjoy, please uh, leave a rating on the Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you feel so inclined. And uh, subscribe to us on Mayhem Pictures. Uh, we do short films and uh, all those kind of things. So you guys can check all that out. And um, yeah, I'll be back next week. Thank you guys so much for listening once again. And uh, have a good rest of your day week or month, whatever it might be. Have a good all of it. Have a good everything, okay? Take care, guys.